anybody who's trying to do something like that or whatever, who has just a, a negative habit, he knows it's extremely hard to change that habit. Most of us try to do it probably more of a traditional way of just trying to will ourselves to it. We think, well, I've got, I, I can do that, right? I'm going to, there's no reason I can't do it on my own. And that just doesn't work. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hey, our sponsor for the show today is Pine Financial Group, the leader in hard money lending in Colorado and Minnesota, and they were recently approved to offer their investment publicly. This investment offers only for investors in Colorado and Minnesota and is only made through their investment prospects. Get your copy today. Simply visit www.pineinvestments.com and click to get started. Look, there's a reason why some of the wealthiest people in history invest in loans backed by real estate. Learn more about the risks and returns at www.pineinvestments.com. Welcome back to another edition of Hump Day Hustle, the show where we focus on business and real estate as our core pillars of wealth creation. My name is John Stiles with Bridge Realty, and I'm excited for another great episode Today, we're going to be talking about another book that Todd and I have gone through. It's called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. I believe that's how you pronounce the last name. Close enough. Yep. So, uh, but before we get into the book discussion, Todd, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Doing wonderful. It's a great day to be alive and, uh, you know, going after today, like, my last day. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe don't go that far, but no. <laughs> uh, I hope you wouldn't be doing a podcast with me if it was your last day. You're right. <laughs> but going after today, like it's going to count. Right? Like it's going to count. There you go. Perfect. Making up these taglines as we go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. So uh, power of habit, right? That's what it was called. Um, yeah. I, I mean, what'd you think of the book, John? Well, uh, before we get into what we thought of it, why don't we give kind of a summary of it? Okay. So, uh, one of the big um, illustrations that they talked about was the habit loop. Yep. So that was a big thing. It, it's three parts. It's first a cue, then a routine, and then a reward. So the cue might be, you know, you see a commercial for something, or let, sorry, let me give you this one. The cue might be you go to the store, the grocery store, start walking through. Then the habit might be you put a bunch of stuff in your basket that you didn't need, it wasn't on your list, and you shouldn't have got. And the reward is, you know, you you get to eat all this good tasting food, right? Whether or not it's good for you or not. But so that's that's the habit loop that he describes and he explains that once you learn your habits then you can change up the routine um, and then you can change your habit so he explains that you can't actually you you're always going to have this habit loop 
you're always going to have kind of a cue or, or desire to, to have something or something that causes you to do something. And then you're always going to look, your brain's going to look for the reward that it's used to. And what you do have control over is that routine. So if you can change up what routine fits in the middle, then you have the power of changing those habits. So that's, that's one of the kind of foundations of what the book talks about. Yeah, I think it's important for people to understand you're always going to have habits. We're just creatures of habit. And he doesn't try to tell us to break our habits necessarily. He tries to talk to us about how do we change our habits from a potentially negative habit that we have to a positive habit that we can instill. And so understanding that your job isn't to break habits, it's to change your habits and how do we create habits? How do we form them? And so if we know how to form them and create them, then we can positively affect them to make a positive change. So I think that's really important for the book and for people to understand is like, we do have those habits. Like you said, we have the habit loop and you're going to have habits. It's just, that's how we are. And some people have, I think, probably stronger habits than others, but we only have so much willpower. And uh, if we just try to force ourselves out of these habits, it's, it's not going to be actually as beneficial as if we change our habits. Yeah, and I think we should talk a little bit more about the willpower aspect of this um, a few of the other books we've gone through, at least one of the other books, talked about this whole thing that willpower is a muscle and yeah. you need to exercise it. But in any given day, there's only so much energy you can get from your willpower muscle. Mm -hmm. um, so you got to kind of use it wisely. Was that this book that talked about that? We've read so many, but it was one of our recent books that did talk about that. I don't recall. Was it this book or was that the one of the previous books? Well, both. It, this okay. book went into it, and I forget which one it was pr prior to this. I think it was the previous book that we read um, that did talk about the willpower as well. I, I, I'm yeah. forgetting the name off the top of my head, but I'm going to pull it up while you give some more thoughts. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the interesting thing about willpower and habits is that it just kind of touches on the fact that making decisions throughout the day takes energy and the benefit of having habits is that it puts it in autopilot. So if you can get some of your good, um, good, let's see, routines that you, you want to be having, if you can cause them to just happen by habit, that frees up some of your other energy, some of your other free will to focus on, other decisions that maybe aren't yet a habit or maybe they just are so infrequent, maybe they won't become a habit, but it's, it's you need that energy to focus on those yeah. decisions throughout the day. Yep, absolutely. So the other book, the last book was Deep Work by uh, Cal Newport and they he discussed uh, willpower quite a bit in his book as well about being that muscle um, that we can work on and we can continue to flex and grow, but um, you do have a limited amount of it. So they've found through studies that when you use willpower and you use a lot of willpower that you actually run out of it. Yep. 
So. Exactly. Hey, let's take a minute to thank our sponsor, Pine Financial Group. Look, you work hard for your money. Is your money working hard for you? Because of inflation, money sitting idle erodes your wealth. Many investors understand that real estate is a great investment, but may not want the effort or the risk that comes with owning their own property. They want to sit back and have payments, hit their bank account each and every month. Stop eroding your wealth and start building by asking your money to work for you. You should be earning profits while you sleep in investment backed by real estate. Pine Financial Group, the leader in hard money lending in Colorado and Minnesota, was recently approved to offer their investment publicly. This investment offers only for investors in Colorado and Minnesota and is only made through the investment prospectus. Get your copy today. Simply visit www.pineinvestments.com and click to get started. There's a reason why some of the wealthiest people in the history invest in loans backed by real estate. Learn more about the risks and returns at www.pineinvestments.com. It's www.pineinvestments.com. I want to invite you to join us at the North Star Real Estate Conference. This conference is September 20 and 21st in Minneapolis, and it's going to be packed full of a ton of great speakers. We've got uh, just a, a great group of people speaking. You can look at our lineup on our website, nreconference.com, and sign up there as well. We've got an early bird special. All you need to do is type in early bird, one word, and uh, you can get $100 off. And that's good through August 10th. So make sure you sign up now. Take action. Look, people that take action and value their education are those who are going to succeed. I know there's a lot of free content. My podcast is free. There's all kinds of free content out there, maybe even free meetups that you're attending. But this conference is going to blow your socks off. This is going to be well worth the price and all the profits go to charity. So it's definitely time to take action. Sign up now. Don't delay because the prices will go up. Um, but you know what? Every time I attend a conference, I 10x. Actually, I would say I'm more like a thousand X even my investment, a hundred, a thousand, potentially even more X my investment. I've met so many fantastic people. I've met investors at conferences. I've met potential partners at conference. I've joined mastermind groups because of conferences. So it's a ton of value. You cannot replace it. So check it out. NREconference.com. Thanks a lot. Anything else on this book, John, that you want to kind of mention? You know, going to more of like uh, whether I liked the book. Um, I didn't like the book. <laughs> I, I liked the, the concept, mm -hmm. but the style of writing, he went so deep into mm. so many different random stories. Stories. Yeah, I agree. That it was really hard to like see. You had to think hard about how does this relate back to the main topic? Yep. Yep, I agree. I think he had a lot of, it was almost like he got sidetracked a lot during the book and he wanted to, you know, people, uh, you know that uh, successful books have to be interesting and get you into stories versus just the straight facts. And of course, 
again, we've talked about it before. There's some books that maybe should be articles. They shouldn't be books. This is probably one of them. This could be a, maybe a blog series, maybe two or three parts or a kind of a, a manual or transcript or whatever you want to call it. But this shouldn't be a 150, 200 page book. It should more like be a 10, maybe 20 page book. And a couple stories are fine, but I agree. I mean, I, I overall, I liked, overall, I liked the concept, like you said, uh, the concept was great, but it was more of a distracting book. Like, the stories were cool. Like some of the stories were interesting, but at the same time, I was like, okay, how, what does this even do? Like, I can't, I can't relate this to what he's trying to talk about. And then he would try to like put it together sometimes after the story. And it's like, ah, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't really know what you're talking about. So yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think it's a book probably worth reading or listening to, to get the main concepts but it is one of those books where it should have been done in 10 pages or, you know, or yeah. so. Do you remember how many hours was this book to listen to? You know, I can't recall. Um, it was definitely more than one and it should have been about one hour. So. I feel like it was 11 hours or something like that. But sure. Um, you know, and when I get to the end, it's like, okay, now what did we read? I need to summarize what I read or what I listened to. Seven hours and 44 minutes. Yeah. So I, I watched. Uh, like two different summaries oh, of the that's book. That's the wrong book. 10 hours and 53 minutes. Yeah. So 11 hours. Yeah. I watched two summaries of this book that, which were two and five minutes long. Okay. And they summarized the original concept, which I explained at the beginning, the, the habit loop and the fact that you can switch out the routine and then change your habits. But it didn't summarize the, I want to say dozens. It wasn't dozens, but <laughs> the half a dozen stories mm -hmm. that came after that, that went into much more depth and just kind of bogged down the, the topic. You might be right with a dozen, by the way, John, there was a lot of stories. Well, they went so deep. And, and like you said, I agree. Those were interesting stories in and of themselves. If I just wanted to learn more about that particular topic, like, so one was. Or listen to stories. Yeah, if I, just, if I was bored. <laughs> so one was talking about Saddleback Church and how that, that pastor grew his church, which was, it, that was interesting. I thought that was very interesting, but that could have been just the main, the, like the one story he told. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he talked about um, how people sleepwalk as a habit and how people gamble as a habit. But yeah, that. You just pick one or two stories to illustrate your concept and then let's all get it and move on. Yeah. 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 Very interesting stories, man. The suicide or the, 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 the um, not suicide. The, uh, what the guy that's like strangled his wife or like killed his wife while sleepwalking. Like that's yep. just crazy. So the, this night terror, um, but how he related it all together. I'm going, okay, well, I don't know the story wasn't really worth talking about. So anyways, um, overall, in my opinion, it's a book worth listening to, or maybe what John just said is instead get the summary, get the cliff notes version 
and focus on the main point of the book, which is how do you change your habits from a negative habit to a positive habit? You know, if you're trying to eat healthy, okay, well, what do we, what are the main things we need to do to, in order to eat healthy, how do we change those habits? Because anybody who's trying to do something like that or whatever, who has just a, a negative habit, he knows it's extremely hard to change that habit. Most of us try to do it probably more of a traditional way of just trying to will ourselves to it. We think, well, I've got, I, I can do that, right? I'm going to, there's no reason I can't do it on my own. And that just doesn't work. Yep. Well, I would say that his conclusion at the end, which used that story of the murderer um, was kind of, kind of my biggest takeaway is that once you know that you have a habit, it is your responsibility to take control over that. So both the cases, both court cases of one, the murderer and two, the, the gambler went to court and the, the, um, the murderer got off because the court determined that he was not in control of those habits because he wasn't aware of them. And the gambler did not get off free because she was aware of her habits. Therefore she was responsible to take control of those. Yeah. So I think yeah. that that's the conclusion that I take away that, you know, throughout my life, if, if I see that I've got a habit, it's my responsibility to, to identify that and see, is that a good habit that I want to allow to continue? Or do I want to take control over that, replace the routine and, and take control of my life? Yep. Absolutely. Cool. Definitely. Well, good stuff. Um, so power of habit. If people want to read it again, they can, uh, we, we did the audible version, but, um, where did you find like the, the short version, the cliff notes version? I just Googled, you know, just Googled uh, it. the okay. power of habit summary. There's YouTube videos, there's articles. Uh, you can find that for just about any book. Perfect. So they could do that too. If, if, if you didn't want to spend the whole time on the book, but if you want some interesting stories, some actually very good stories, um, you know, take a, take a look at the book. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. John, well, anything else before we wrap up? I think that's all for today. Awesome. So, cool. Let's yeah, wrap for our, uh, viewers and our listeners. We appreciate you turning in, tuning in and, uh, if you've read this book, let us know what you thought of the book. Uh, you can comment on our YouTube video. You can go ahead and comment on our Facebook page. And while you're at it, give us a review of our summary on this book at, on iTunes. And we'd appreciate your five-star rating and review there. Cool. And uh, I guess that's all we got, man. So we will talk to you next time. Make every day a Saturday. You too. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. couple things before we go. Again, go on to our Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth. We'd love to have you on there. Go on to iTunes, give us a rating and review, and subscribe to the show. Also, um, you know, don't forget, reach out to me if you want any help with uh, potentially growing your business. And reach out to John Styles to help you buy or sell real estate. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic the rest of the day. And as I say, make every day a Saturday.